The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to a Pride of Detroit's POD cast special edition. I almost said special edition POD cast. Either which way is fine with us. And we did this earlier in the month. We had on Frank Rag. Now we have another great player on. I'm Chris Perfett, your adequate host. He right there is Jeremy Reisman. Jeremy, who are we having on today? Yeah, today we have linebacker Anthony Pittman. Um, we, you know, this is obviously a month that's very important to us in terms of giving back. Anthony Pittman is one of the more active Lions players in the community, and he also had a really cool story that kind of blew up on Sunday, but his, you know, aspect, his version of the story has kind of remained un- untold. So uh, I wanted to get him on the show to, to kind of tell his perspective of what happened uh, last Sunday. He's a hell of a Detroit native. He has a lot of opinions in that regard. He's He's got a lot of heart and soul for for the city and is just a lion through and through. So we got to talk with him here. You'll hear that interview in a second. Movember, of course, we do a lot of great, try to do a lot of great things in Movember. We've been running this now for, what is this now, Jeremy? Third year, fourth yeah. year? Technically third year. This is more the official second year, but really third. Yes. Year. No, yeah. We made it official last year. This year is our third year of doing all this. So our charities this year, we're, we've been giving through the through our live streams, the Alzheimer's Association. We are up to about, last I checked, a little above $9,000. And as part of that, you can be uh, entered into raffle tickets. You can, uh, for, for a lot of different gear we have out there, we have various donation goals, Wheel of Pain. You can find the link for all that in the description of this podcast. And also, we have launched a auction series for with all proceeds going to the crisis text line, a uh, help helpline for mental health and anxiety and suicide prevention and other uh, life-saving life-saving resources. We've had up there on the auction, uh, several signed game balls, including one from Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris, Jamal Williams. We've got a Jeff Okuda rookie trading card. We've got some oil paintings of all things and a few other nice things are going to go up there. Link in the description for that as well. Yeah, it's all there. It's it's supposed to be a fun month where where you guys can score some awesome prizes, where we can give back to people in need. And and I think Anthony Pittman is kind of the emblematic person in that locker room of of, of the kind of guy that that really personifies what we're trying to do. And with that, we should just talk with Anthony right now. Do you think he likes being called Tony? Can I call Maybe him Tony? we'll find out one day. All right. What's up, Anthony? What's up, fellas? Hey, well, appreciate you joining us, man. Glad to be here, man. I know we talked earlier in the week. Yeah, um, well, 
Let's, let's start there. Yeah, because um, the reason I wanted to have you on, we're doing a, a whole Movember campaign where we're we're all about giving back. We're, we've raised over $9,000 for the Alzheimer's Association so far this month. And I know you are kind of one of the more active players in that locker room when it comes to giving back to the community. And a story went viral this week um, uh, with Amon Ra having that really interesting, really uh, heartfelt interaction with Lucas, a Lions fan who's a cancer survivor. Um, I did a little digging on the story and I found out you kind of played a big part in making that happen. So why don't you kind of explain your side of the story? Yeah. So my former college teammate, Ryan Newcomb, uh, texted me and told me about Lucas's story and uh, asked if I could, if we could do anything as a team to help. And I said, yeah, that's no problem. You know, with all the resources we have, um, figured I'd reach out to Mo Pearson and say, hey, can we, you know, put together a care package or anything to help him out. And it just happens that uh, we play Chicago that next week and he's from Chicago, you know, huge Lions fan. And uh, it just kind of timed up right. We got him sideline passes and uh, he was able to meet, you know, St. Brown and and Swifty and Hutch. And I was there, you know, to talk with him. So uh, we kind of made it a great experience all around. It just kind of worked all together real good. And and did you did you kind of have an interaction? Do you do you feel like you kind of have a, a personal interaction now with, with Lucas as well? Yeah, I, kind of, I, um, I say as a team, we're invested now. And I know I'm definitely invested. Um, you know, I'm praying for him every morning and, you know, kind of reading about the situation, um, you know, follow a lot of his family on Facebook and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm definitely invested now. So I'm thankful for Ryan for involving me in the situation and coming to me. And I'm glad that we could really help out. Um, I also want to talk a little bit more about kind of all your community work in general, because like I said, you're kind of one, one of the more active guys on the team doing that. I know every Tuesday is usually the opportunity for you guys to do that. It's to your guys' day off. So the fact that you're spending your time with, with the, the local community, I know you're a Detroiter by native. So, so where did that kind of giving spirit, um, giving back spirit come from and why is it so important to you? Um, I just feel like as a person, I've always been a giver, um, I feel like I'm a real empathetic kind of person. So, you know, seeing someone who needs help and is in a situation, you know, I've always want to help however I can. And uh, also at Wayne State, we did a lot of community service and being from Detroit, you know, it means a lot more to to help out. So whatever I can do, um, you know, even if it's a couple hours out of my day or something as small as getting Lucas sideline passes, you know, I'm, I'm there to help. So um, that's really what I'm about. And uh, I'm proud to do that. You mentioned Wayne State and uh, you've uh, obviously, you know, being in Detroit for a very long time and like you, you've had opportunities to play elsewhere. I know you've talked previously about like, you know, mm-hmm. it offers from the Saints. So what what's what's made Detroit so important to you? What's 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 kept you? What's really the the one factor you think that's really kept you kept your feet grounded in Michigan? Um. I say it's multiple things. First, um, I'm from here. I love the soul. I love the vibe of the city. I love the people. I just love being here. I love being home. And then two, um, just growing up and seeing, you know, the journey of how the Lions have had a tough time winning all these years and how it's been a struggle. And we finally got some hope, you know, winning a couple games these past couple weeks and, you know, in a position to maybe – get a wild card position. So it's kind of, I want to be a part of that, that renaissance of Detroit Lions. So, so you were, what, you, you were a Lions fan growing up as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. No 
I just I just have to make sure because I know I've talked to some other guys who are like Pats fans growing up, including one. Oh no, nah. <laughs> nah, every Sunday, but, Matthew Stafford, Calvin Johnson, Joyke Bell, Reggie Bush. Who was your favorite uh, guy from those years? Who who was it? Who was it? Probably Calvin Johnson. All right. I, I'll give a shout out to Joy Bell because you know I was going to say Wayne State, that's, right? That's Wayne, Wayne State, State guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, He's got um, a pretty inspirational story here too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but just seeing those guys, I used to watch them every Sunday in my in my kitchen at my mom's house, and uh, you know it means a lot. And I root for them, and now that I'm on a team, it means even more. So I'm proud. Well, yeah, let's talk a little bit uh, of football and the team because I, I want to talk Kelvin Shepard. We just we just talked to him this morning, and he's man, like he is something else. He's he's one of my favorite coaches to talk to in the in the locker room, and, and really maybe since I've been take t- you know covering the team, he's one of my favorite guys. So I don't know what 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 is he like in terms of just the the coaches that you've been around. What what makes him so unique? Well, he kind of reminds me of one of my Wayne State coaches, uh, John Robinson. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing about Coach Shep is, is he's a real genuine dude. Um, he's passionate. Uh, he's a hard worker. He's very detail-oriented. And, you know, he brings all that to his coaching game. So when he coaches us, you know, we know there's no no BS. You know, if we mess up, he's going to let us know that we messed up. And he's not having that. And uh, I feel like it's elevated all our games. You know, as a linebacker room, we're playing at a high level. And uh, it's a very competitive situation, you know, um, We've got got guys playing great ball and leading the you know defense in the team on defense and special teams. You know that that translates over with me and Woods and and Borg and uh, Rodriguez on special teams. So, man, Shep Shep's a special guy, and uh, I would have loved to play with him, but you know I, I <laughs> just missed. You just re- missed yeah, him just yeah. a little bit. One year he was he was here in 2018, and I yeah. um, I came in 2019. So. That's right. But, but uh, yeah. You mentioned special teams there. I, I I specifically asked him a question about special teams today, and and he said, um, you know, uh, the sign of a really good special teams unit is one that is led by linebackers, and and I think you board and uh, and Josh Woods lead the the team in special team snaps. So I guess how important is that to you to to not only like see yourself contributing, you know, fifteen twenty snaps a game, but like also to, to realize that that your coaching staff appreciates maybe a role that that goes underappreciated you know nationally yeah um well we take a lot of pride in it I know personally I take a lot of pride in, in special teams and um I know I help out on the defense you know every now and again and a backup role and, and you know when the time comes I get in there but I take a lot of pride in special teams and you know it's important, and and Dave Phipp, he puts a lot of energy and effort into it. And you know when you got co- when you got coaches like Phipp and Shep putting a lot of energy into it, man. You got no choice but to just ball out. And uh, Phipp is kind of a low key funny guy, isn't he? No, it ain't, ain't no low key about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, man. He's he's a great guy, and uh, I love sitting and, and listening to him talk every meeting and just interacting with him. I love having him as a coach, and uh, we got. A guy- when you got a guy like that, man, you you want to play for him. Does Shepard really have a? Does Kelvin have a lot of stories about kind of bouncing around the league? Does he talk about his playing days much? Because it's not it's not that far behind him, as you said. Like you, he 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 uh, hangs it up, and then the next year you're in there. So does he? Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's got some stories. He was he was uh he was telling us you know about his last year here in Detroit, the year before I came. And he, you know, he was sharing, you know, how things were. And I was like, man, it's kind of the same as my rookie year. So, it was, you know, we had the same experience. We just weren't in the same locker room together. So, 
And is that experience quite different now under uh, Coach Dan Campbell? Yeah, it's different. Definitely different coaching staff. But uh, same same business. I was a rookie. I had to go to work. And now in year four, still got to go to work and just execute. It's year four for you, but that that room is getting younger and younger. You're still, I mean, a really young guy yourself. It it, it almost weirds me out to hear you say you're in year four because you're such a young guy still. Um, yeah. But but tell me about the energy in that room, considering there's so many young guys in there, and 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 do you view how do you view the future with with so many kind of young guys and and not necessarily high draft picks, but guys that are hungry and young. Yeah, I mean, we got we got uh, James Houston, we got Malcolm Rodriguez, we got uh, D Barnes. And man, I'm just I'm proud of those guys, man. Uh, Malcolm stepped up and he's been balling out. Um, D Barnes had a hell of a hell of a week, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, versus Green Bay, man, I was so proud to see him ball out like that. Um, you know, just just working with him and knowing the kind of guy he is. Um, I just really love seeing my guys, you know, do good, and um, I'm always cheering them on. Um, you know, and I'm just happy to play next to him. So they're definitely the future. I will say that they're the future for a long time here in Detroit. I mean, you too, though. I mean, don't you don't need to be modest. Like you're a young yeah. guy and you're you're balling out on special teams. Appreciate I that. Say, you you could you could fight Alex Anzalone for being like the veteran in that group too, <laughs> and being like the the leader in in the for the LBs. Oh man, we still we still got uh you know JD and and Woods and Board. They still got a couple years on me. So how how fun was it to see Jer- uh, J- Jared Davis out there making those plays last <laughs> this week? It's fun. I love playing with JD. He's a he's a he's a different kind of guy, and uh, his passion just just leads the whole room. And his his hard work, you know. I've always looked up even when he was when I was here uh, with him in 2019 before he went over to the Jets. You know, I've always looked up to his hard work. And when I was a rookie, I kind of he was the guy kind of um, latched onto and his coattail and just follow everything he did and. Uh, not at his full circle, you know, it's just, it's great having him back, man. And I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty inspirational story. Even just seeing him out there on the field last week and then making a couple of plays on defense. Like, do you use that kind of maybe as motivation as be like, okay, I need to be ready for, for when my time is to, to contribute there on defense. No doubt. Because I was, you know, it's kind of backwards because he came in, you know, as a first round draft pick and now he was on, on P squad getting elevated, but I came in kind of the same situation, you know, P squad, I got elevated, um, the last week of my rookie year played a little bit. And so it's kind of, you know, I, I commend them for that because I've been in that situation, you know, even though we've got there at different points, but um, I commend them for that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
All right, I think I want to move to our, our lightning round here. Lightning we're, round. We're gonna we're lightning gonna round. because because you're a Detroiter, we got a lot of Detroit or Michigan mm. questions for you to, you know. And let's just start with, bet. I know I know you're a bit of a foodie too. So best Detroit restaurant in Detroit. Sure. Or Michigan. I mean, you want to spread out to Michigan or Metro Detroit oh, or whatever man. you want to. Your go to place. Go to place in Detroit. All right. Oh man. <laughs> Do we have to do categories here? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with a category. All right, all right. What What do you think, Jeremy? Like best... Best, best pizza. Be, best, okay, best. we'll do best pizza first. I think this is a toss-up. Pizza? Yeah. <laughs> Little Caesars. Well, okay. Wait, what, okay. No doubt. Maybe <laughs> Buddy's a, second. Okay, all right. Well, we'll all right. I'll love that. We, we, have, we, have fight, we have fights in the staff on this one, but uh, best wings. Best wings? I'm gonna go with Sweetwater. Yes, yes. That's what I'm gonna go Vindication. With. That's the right answer. Yeah, okay, we're good. That is the right answer. Uh, okay. What about uh, what we got? Best steakhouse. Best steakhouse. Steak? I've been light on the steak recently, but I say prime and proper right now. Okay. Yep. I say prime and proper. You got a you, you do a seafood joint? I was gonna say seafood, seafood or sushi or anything like that. Sushi. They just opened this new spot in Midtown called. Uh, I think it's Bang or Bash. Okay. It's I'll about Wayne State. Mm. I can't. Right. I think it's Bash. I think that's the name. I All right. Let's I, I also know that that uh you like to travel a lot. So what's if you're if you're staying local, what's your favorite place to travel in Michigan? In Michigan? I like Traverse City. Okay. I've only I've only been one time, but I like the the sleeping bear dunes. Okay. Oh, that's a nice mm-hmm. tip there. I right. I've never what what is uh, what is the Sleeping Bear Dunes? I've, I'm so I'm I'm from the other side. I'm from Toledo, so it's uh it's a it's giant sand dunes, like pretty much mountains of sand, and uh you can walk up them, you can ride a board down them or whatever. But they're pretty. Some some get pretty steep, but they're they're tall, and wow. uh, people walk up them and do whatever jog. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. Like no one would ever think of Michigan as having a place with sand dunes, right? Yeah. Um, if you couldn't have played football growing up, if, if you had a different life path, what what do you see yourself doing now instead, or what would you be like to be doing instead of football? Baseball. <laughs> what position? Just a, just a gamer Catcher. at heart. Catcher, Catcher or um outfield. Catcher, how, outfield. How late did you play? Did you play in college? Uh, I played all the way up until middle school. Okay. And then high school, I didn't make the team at Birmingham Groves, so I stuck with football. Fair enough. Tigers you guys, fan are, too. Are you big, yeah, are you a big Tigers fan? You go out to like, see games like a lot? Tigers. Yeah, I like Tigers. Who's your, who's your guy? Who's your player? Who's your Tiger? All right, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go way back. Uh, Back in the day, oh, man. I like Brandon Inge. Okay, third baseman. Uh, yeah, I like I like Pudge. Mm-hmm. Um, Placido Polanco. Oh, Curtis Granderson. That's my guy. Curtis yes. Granderson. Grandy man. That's a great yeah. one. This is yeah. this is funny because when I hear back in the day, I'm so used to like my dad talking about guys from like the '80s or something. So to hear you <laughs> talk about guys who I I remember watching on TV, living and breathing all those <laughs> World Series runs is just it's a kick in the gut. Yeah, Granderson's great though. Granted, that was my guy. 
Uh, all right. My my last question, uh, as someone that, that's in the locker room a lot, I know Jared Davis has got the ox usually. So <laughs> just what do you what do you think of his choices? And if you had the ox, what would you be playing instead? Um, well, number one, I wouldn't have the ox because no. um I'm not a fan of rejection. So <laughs> people don't like my song choices, then I just can't you ain't listening to my music. Is, is uh, there uh, hold, hold real quick, is there an actual ox or is everything just no. done over Bluetooth now? You're just like fighting for the Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, yeah, Bluetooth, Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I was wondering how long that that term's gonna stick around. But no, go on. What what would you be doing then? Uh so I wouldn't have the aux. I let everybody else handle it. Uh, but JD, I like his choices. You know, he's, he's kind of an old soul, yeah, heart, and uh, he tones it down a little bit. You know, makes it makes the locker room a little smooth, little vibe. You know, after after practice, and we all tired, so we can just you know, and play some pool, play ping pong, just listen to the smooth music, smooth R and B. So then, what do you what do you have on your headphones in game day? Me on game day? Yeah, when it's just you. Uh. A little bit of everything. Uh, I used to be like real, like hot, fast paced, like pump up stuff. Yeah, like real pump up music. But now I've been a little, little smooth, like some, uh, some Afro Caribbean, some, some, some Wiz Kid, Burner Boy type. Just some real smooth stuff. Just get me feeling a good vibe. Yeah. I, I got to ask because Dan Campbell, I, 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 he strikes me as someone who walks into the locker room and wants some like metal on or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's not about right. <laughs> is, is, yeah. Has he tried? Has he tried before, or he just lets you guys have the ox? No, he just he just lets us have it on game day. He just mm-hmm. walks in, gives his speech, and then uh, we go out. But uh, that's definitely sound like his music choice <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he did have the speech about Metallica, so yeah, that does track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. He knows Metallica lyrics. <laughs> oh, okay, I I couldn't name any of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony. Well, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, good luck uh, this Sunday, obviously in New York. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 keep in touch during in the locker room and all that. And yeah, have have a successful season, and uh, we appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you, Jeremy, Chris. Thank you, thank you. All right, buddy. Anthony. You have a good one. All right. Yep.